0: What's up, Nubians? Welcome to Tech Nubians, part of the Geekish Network. This is your weekly deep dive into video games in blackness. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm your host, Cherie. With me are all the usual suspects. So right now we have our very own Gandalf the Black, Chuck.
1: What's up, everybody?
0: We got the lady lady of Loughlorien, herself, Sinead. Hey, folks. (laughs) If Legolas could code our man, Leon
2: up, people
0: the crafter of the one ring ryan sup sup and the wisest of us all trab wise gamji all
3: no. right who added what that wisest you? of us all part in there yeah. he hey, 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 right. hey
4: hey 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 <laughs>
0: You know, I had to get the Gandalf the Black in there, though. Love you,
3: Travis. <laughs> so,
0: for those of you who don't know, Technubians is your weekly video game live stream podcast hosted by Black technology industry professionals to discuss the what, when, where, and how you can get into this world of technology, specifically video games. We are here to inspire, sustain, nurture, and nurture successful creative technologists in the pursuit of Black excellence and a commitment to technology and content development. So. As y'all know, we usually like to kick these things off with tech and gaming news, and then we'll go into a long topic discussion. And this week we are gonna be talking about a beginner's guide to GDC. GDC is next week. And so we wanna give everyone a sense of what to expect for GDC. We got a lot of folks on here on this call who are all GDC um, alum alumni. So we wanna do that. We also have a new segment for everyone today that we're calling, do you have X money? As in, do you have McDonald's money? So we'll get to it. Um, let's kick things off um, with our news segment. With news in our first segment, I would like to call this our Tech Newsians segment here. Ooh. I know I'm I like I'm, that. I'm, I'm doing fun today. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: Newsian segment. Spicy I
0: like it. Spicy. <laughs> All right, Leon. Will you kick us off with some with some news here?
2: Yeah, so uh, big news this week came from Valve. Uh, they announced the Steam Deck, which is a portable PC that is very much based around the Steam platform. Uh, this isn't the first piece of, of hardware we've seen from Valve. You know, they've had, you know, game controllers and 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 streamers before, and actually a really solid VR headset, which is currently my headset of choice. But but this this is really interesting, right? Because it sits in this weird spot. It starts about four, 400, 499 four hundred ninety nine dollars. It mm. sits in this weird spot between the Switch, which is clearly kind of a successful you know device for kids, but as someone that plays games that are more you know uh, that are a little different, uh, and someone who travels a lot, this is actually pretty appealing to me. Uh, what's interesting is where this sits, given what we're seeing, you know, we're seeing some really competent competent entries from xCloud. You know, I mean, I've got an Android phone here running Destiny at a pretty good clip right now. So from a, from a travel perspective, that's already pretty interesting because I just need a phone and a little, a little joystick. So on one hand, it is another device to carry, but it's also very capable. So, I I think, you know, I don't think it's necessarily a challenge to Nintendo per se, but for gamers, it's an interesting option. And the last kind of thing I'll say on it is for me on the Switch, indie games are what I play the most. So, I play games like Hollow Knight, I play games like Dead Cells. Those games all start on the PC, and there is still a much wider library of indie games available on Steam than the Switch. So that, for me, is actually really interesting. So uh, device shipped in December. Uh, Pre-orders went live and sold out yesterday. Uh, So uh, I I missed one. But at the next opportunity, I I think I'm going to pick one up. Nice.
5: Nice. I got
1: one on hold.
2: You got one on hold?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, their website went down. Their website went down. It's only $5. Put it on hold. $5. I could do that.
3: Only five dollars.
0: Only five bucks, really? Only
3: five dollars put it on hold. Dang, okay. Good. I think it's I think it's a really interesting uh this is a really interesting platform. A really interesting move mm-hmm. we got here. Uh the one thing I would say is I usually expect the Nintendo hate to come from Travis. So this is a little bit of a uh uh you know that threw me off here, Leon. This 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 maybe it's not Nintendo hate, maybe it's a little bit of Nintendo like jabbing kind of thing. But I'll um, jab. <laughs>
1: but it, but I, I think mean, it's interesting and it's good like I mean, good
3: competition and stuff too, right? I mean um, I love the switch it's you know it's one of my, my favorite consoles and stuff also for traveling and everything as well but yeah I'll take more cool. options.
5: I got
3: one here. I'm not hating yeah. too much. Bro. Oh yeah. I mean <laughs> got I let, the- let me
1: let, let me give the Nintendo hate because they were like, Oh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do our pre-orders for the O L E D. The you know and and Steam was like aha Valve was like aha we got something for you we got <laughs> and Bluetooth, and, we got Bluetooth. <laughs> and Bluetooth. We got Bluetooth. Okay. Matter of fact, you can dock this thing, pull out yeah. a keyboard yeah. and mouse, and we work but as you, a full function computer. you know One
3: thing it won't have is Nintendo games. And that's why we Until buy- Until you put an emulator on it. Say, that's Thank you. Until you put the I'll emulator on it. Off, it. Look, right? Is because I can get the- a Zelda, I can get a Metroid Dread, I can get a- I can a- get all
1: that with you know? my emulator I get from so- Steam too. Tech
3: does not um, endorse uh, piracy.
1: We don't endorse <laughs> piracy. Here's,
3: here's,
4: at least my take on it is, is that we're getting to this point now where this content's coming to us and this content is uh, coming to us in many and varied ways, but with cloud computing being what it is, right? Um, soon all we're worried about is really like, what is the form factor or what, what am I using to actually communicate with the software, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, your, your, your newest uh, you know, iPhones, your, your, your newest Androids have practically that level of graphic superiority uh, you know, already with them. The, the, the problem is, is that you don't have a form factor. You, you know, you don't have those tactile buttons. You don't have all that stuff. And so if I were getting it, that's what I did for I did it for the fact that, you know, at, at some point I'd be able to stream like everything I want to. And, uh, you know, it, it it feels good enough in my hands where I feel like I'm getting high quality
5: gaming.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Or, you, know, it,
0: you know, the thing I, I, I will mention, I, I have a little confession to make. I, I did pre-order the, sw- the Switch OLED.
5: Of course you did.
0: <laughs> well, okay. For a no, though, right? For a good reason. I'm gonna give my dad my old Switch and so I will take the new one. He'll
3: be upgrading yeah. from us. What was it? The, the Switch, Switch
0: Lite. Yeah, this oh, my
3: yeah. shock face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, no, but I will say, like, I mean, this is the thing that's interesting. I, I will say, when, when I first heard about the, um, you know, Valve's uh, new system, it was actually, like, some article, I don't even remember what website it was, but the name of the article was, Valve announces the Switch Pro. <laughs> <laughs> and so, for a second, I thought it was just, like, a gag or whatever. Then I went and looked at and it, I'm like, oh, no, this actually is, like, a gaming device. All right. You know, so, I, this is the this is the thing I like, think is going to be, gonna be kind of interesting, like, it is, you know, the, the Valve device is probably what more people were thinking or were like, you know, were thinking the Switch Pro or Switch OLED was going to be. Um, and, you know, as we discussed last week, Nintendo always never gives you exactly what you're asking they for. They hate their fans. <laughs> I won't say they hate <laughs> us, but they, they just never give people exactly what they're asking for. I don't know why we get tricked by it every single time. But I don't necessarily think that the audiences are going to be in conflict here,
3: frankly. I agree with that. I agree with yeah. that. I think it's really interesting, because Leon mentioned it for a second when he was setting up the story. But I think it's really interesting to to really think about who are they trying to, to, to what audience are they trying to capture with this, right? Because Essentially what they're doing is they're giving you another form factor to play Steam games on, to play your PC games on. That's not the same thing as, you know, a a Sony, a Nintendo or a Microsoft with presenting a new console and like exclusive games to try and lure you away from other platforms. Steam is already out there. Steam is already a competitor to console platforms right now. So more than likely, it's probably not going to be like, oh man. Um, I was a console gamer, but now I'm gonna get this thing. Like, it's if you play PC games, it just gives you another option, another way to play PC games. I, I know some of my my colleagues were talking about uh, like why they were excited about it. They said, uh, you know, ordinarily I probably wouldn't get this, but to be totally honest, a lot of times when I want to sit down and play a game, my significant other wants me on the couch with them. So maybe I'll just get it so I can still play my game and you know also you know cuddle with my. <laughs> Well, honey, By so the I way, that
4: does fiction. not work. That does not work.
3: <laughs> I just I just That's said what people that, said.
4: Yeah, they yeah, want to that, do. yeah, I understand that That's your friends definitely guys uh, that, right? Yeah, your your, your your friends think in theory <laughs> that should work.
1: That's what we want. That's not what we That's want. what you want. That's not <laughs> no. what you get. What what what,
4: what people are? Let's, 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 let's be honest. In the same room. <laughs> you get you get oh, cuddling let, let, Oh, let's, I let's guess sh- you're playing your little game, you know. And <laughs> I guess your game can you can Netflix and chill with your
1: game, huh?
5: Is that what you mean? <laughs> <laughs> You know,
1: you know, you know, hey, you know
3: I'm what? I'm just you really saying want?
1: where people's brains are going. I will tell you, you what we really no, want. I mean, we we want our significant other to be around, but we want to be left alone <laughs> as we play games. That's what we want.
5: <laughs> I know, I
3: right? I want to get I want to
5: be Find out in December,
3: it. if there's a game and chill, if there's a steam box and chill. <laughs> if,
0: if, that, if that were mm-hmm. the steam deck. Yeah, steam okay, deck
5: so, and chill, yeah. so
0: let's mm-hmm. jump on here to the next story. So I have a little bit of an interesting story here. Um, if y'all are familiar with um, this new film that's coming out called Roadrunner, it's a film mm-hmm. about Anthony Bourdain,
5: mm-hmm. as
0: you folks met, as our audience probably knows, um, he was like a famed chef travel documentarian, um, had a couple shows across a few different networks and stuff like that, and tragically committed suicide a few years ago. And there's new documentaries coming out, or I should say it purports to be a documentary that's coming out called Roadrunner, a film about Anthony Bourdain. I, it Actually, I think just opened yesterday in theaters. And, you know, just like most documentaries, it stitches together like behind the scenes footage and like, you know, trying to kind of give you a like a more authentic sense of like the subject, which, you know, that's not unusual. The unusual thing that this documentary does is that includes words from Anthony Bourdain that Anthony Bourdain never actually spoke, but they are in his voice. And that's because it uses a deep fake. Essentially, the director, like has three quotes in the movie that has that Bourdain narrates I'll put in quotes but there were no actual recordings of this what he actually did was he worked with an AI company um to develop a model of Bourdain's voice and so he's so it sounds like Bourdain is actually saying it um this was actually discovered by uh, a reporter New New York the New Yorker's reporter uh, Helen Rosner because when she was interviewing Neville um, he was talking, and she, I guess she listened to, um, you know, a clip of Bourdain's voice reading an email that he'd sent to a friend. And she was like, how do you have this clip of, like, him reading an, an email, a personal email? And he then he acknowledged, oh, yeah, I actually, you know, we actually created this. So um, this, of course, raises a lot of ethical implications, because is it really a documentary anymore? <laughs> it, it's, <laughs> you know? interesting. So,
5: it's interesting. It's oh, interesting.
4: Well, uh, wait, oh, go
5: ahead.
1: I worked with a company that they actually do digital doubles and they do deep fakes. And we had two actors come in, Zach Efron and uh, Dwayne Johnson come in and actually get copies of their bodies so they can personally own their bodies. Zach Efron in particular got copied 12 times and he has no rights to those copies whatsoever. Mm. So he needed to root it right. And so since that's the new thing that people are getting, we came in and made the definitive copy of him. In order for people to actually use those rights, so Baywatch wanted to make a remake of the movie of him in the rock. They actually could and use him in the, in the similar manner in which he uh, used. The thing is, if you write something, or if you or if if you have a personal quote, you are they're allowed to actually use that is because it's your words with your voice. Mm. And you get rights to both of those so you, you pay the estate twice you pay i pay the state for for having the quote and we pay you again for using the voice of that quote from that person i
3: think, I think the thing that seems weird in this particular case mm-hmm. is that it's purporting to be a documentary so you know when you think of something as a documentary and you know that gives it a certain amount of oh, I don't know, credibility in your head, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're like, oh, okay, if I hear the voice or if I see video mm-hmm. of the person the documentary is about, the person group, whatever the documentary is about, you purport, you assume that that is, you know, actual legit footage. So I don't know what to think about this. This is really interesting. I mean, I, think it's I, don't, so
5: think it's, I don't
3: think it's unethical, it's but it does feel weird. Go ahead, Travis. Yeah.
4: yeah. See, it's 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 uh, we keep going back to, you know, these same common themes. <laughs> you know every time when we have these deep conversations about technology right is yeah. you know yeah you, you can should you right yeah. um part. and yeah and 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 to and, and, and to me uh you know all these things are things that we shouldn't run away from we should embrace them uh and figure out how to deal with them mm-hmm. in the here and now right mm-hmm. because like it or not OK, the technology is here and it's only going to get better and more convincing mm-hmm. as, you, as you go along. Right. So, you know, uh, and, and of course, it's going to start with the celebrities, um, but it, it'll filter down to just about everyone. Right. Like how much of your image do you own, like mm-hmm. your voice, your, your, your mannerisms and, 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 and everything else. And, you know, I've seen plenty of documentaries, for example, that had uh, clips from the person who actually spoke. Uh, those, those clips. Right. And so what's the difference between me extracting that and then doing a, a, a video with, with you in it versus, you know, and so, and, and, and then in those particular cases, and I, and I already see Leon, like his wheels turning. And, and so my point <laughs> is, is that if you do something like that, we should have some means of saying, this is taken out of context, or, or so forth. So people will know that I didn't actually say this this way,
2: right? So, so we we actually have some some uh the, we have prior art there in this regard, right? So we have been t- through technology. We've been able to artificially create precious gems artificially for a couple decades now right? I can create a fake diamond. It's just carbon. I can create a fake ruby, but the requirement is, is anything that's created artificially has to be digitally marked in some way so that you can tell the difference. And this is great because if I'm building a diamond tip drill to drill under Seattle, right? You know, I want to use the synthetic stuff because it's cheaper Mm -hmm. because I may go through six or seven of those. So there's already some, some prior art. So I think what what we'll see, because this is inevitable. If you act for a living, your profession is screwed uh, because uh, this is going to get, you know, think about where we have seen games in our lifetime go from Pong to stuff that's photorealistic today. That's just, we're just going to continue to see a quantum leap. And I saw this deep fake audio tech. It was about 10 years ago, Adobe premiered it at a show. And all they have to do is they just have to get the range of your phonemes which means that if you have any kind of speaking part, you have probably recorded every phoneme out there and yeah. they can use that. It is your voice, right? You may not have said it, but it is your voice. And now we're into like like the ship of Theseus, you know, for those who yeah, have yeah. vision, right? Like, yeah. is it really you? If Chuck said, well, you wrote those words and I've composited this from this voice, did you really say it? Uh, so I, I think yeah. I think there are some really, like in terms of, of politics and gotcha, there are some scary scenarios there. But in mm-hmm. terms of inter- but in terms of entertainment, there's also some cool stuff too, right? You mm-hmm. could have yeah one-year-old Harry Belafonte running aside a twenty-year-old Denzel, you know, in in some kind of film, right? So there's some mm-hmm. some really interesting things that that'll come out of it. And like any technology, right? It, you can you can you hope in in mass that it's good, but there can be some bad. Yeah. Does so this scare?
4: Does this like scare? Like, like seriously, like we know enough about technology to see where this goes, right? And and I think that honestly, realistically, we're at this inflection point as far as technology is is going, where it's bona fide like scary, scary stuff, right? Like, yeah. you can see how this can be used for evil, like very, very easily, mm-hmm. and you know, and so for me. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how I feel about a lot of this technology because it, it it's getting to a point where it it can be used for some well. well honestly, this stuff is uh, when I hear when I hear this, it sounds kind of old already. Because I mean, for a couple of years now, we've already had like facial recognition technology. There's technology where you can swap people's faces, uh, and you can do this stuff live. Um, I use I use something right now called Art Breeder, and it literally just swaps out. Multiple images and it combines them and you. There's a slider where you can push one and push left and it's literally just manipulating a, a, a 2D image. You well, I mean, it's it's it's, it's, to, it's worse. Than, it's 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 worse than that, though, Ryan. It's yeah, what that's what I'm saying. But what, what I'm saying is, I remember when I first when when we first started working together, right? And I would give you a, an art task, for example, right? Seriously, that art task can be done with a button now. <gasps> Right? yeah, and that's what I'm saying, right? Like your sophisticated art test yep. got reduced to a friggin' button yep. now, yep. right? Yep. And so, just imagine with full on 3D manipulation of photorealistic, uh, you know, things, like it is, it, it's going to get to a point where it's like, oh, I want to generate a Phantom Ryan, all right? It's 10 clicks, not one. Wow, this is the birth, birth of a T1000. Man, uh, Terminator is coming. We're just gonna have a, a, an
1: exoskeleton of like this digital stuff that's just
0: it's gonna look and yeah, the Terminator is coming and it's gonna look like I don't know, yeah, Bourne.
1: Uh, one thing <laughs> I, 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 I put in the chat there's a there's a some guy made called Uber Duck AI. And it's actually voices. It's, or you can actually make voices.
4: But wouldn't it be dope, though, if you got a terminator who could tell you whether or not that pie was delicious? Like,
1: <laughs> like, listen, listen to this. Listen to oh, this. This is Jay-Z. Oh. This is Jay-Z. Listen to this. Nope. Can't hear it.
3: Okay, can't hear it oh, okay. oh. y'all are missing yeah. that. that was great that was so, great so one great. one one quick comment guys because like, i think that this is really interesting is because the deep fake t- technology as leon mentioned it's been around for like a decade but it really sort of came into the public consciousness like what four or five years ago maybe not even four or five years ago and i think when it first started like you know hitting the the, the wider scru- scope of, of, of folks everyone was really freaked out about it and then we sort of forgot about it and then it sort of just became a thing that we accepted yeah. existed, and now every once in a while, when it pops up in a new use case, we're like, "Oh my god, should I be freaked out about this?" Like, yeah. I like honestly, I'm like, "Oh yeah, fakes. they're still a thing. We never really, never really settled." The the, 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 that, the, the problem okay is, But uh, I, I have one last question, mm-hmm. just just real quick, is Leon? You said you want to drill underneath Seattle. Is that where your like evil base is going to be? Like <laughs> evil <wear>? layer? <laughs> no, no,
2: actually, of my- Leon. I'm keeping my even installation in the Midwest. There's there's better fresh water supplies, more,
3: more land, um, cheaper. The cost of living is much cheaper. It makes a lot more. Exactly, exactly. Okay, I yeah. uh, had to clear
2: that up.
1: the The biggest issue is technologies escaping our political legislatures.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. They they they're so old. They just they just got used to using the facsimile it's machine escaping. in 2029, 2021.
2: Yeah. Escape. They are, so, they, are, they are decades behind on tech. Yes, they, they, are. Are. they are. Well,
1: I mean, when your average age is like 62 years old, I don't know about y'all's parents. I don't expect my mother to be able to legislate anything that does with
2: technology. I, I mean, I'm never explaining we gotta, it to her. I know we got to move on. Just last comment. Mm-hmm. How many political political people have we had that have bragged about the fact that they don't have email? Right. Yeah, I
0: know, right? Like, and that's that's like that's supposed to be like you know a selling point. Um, you know, as we move on here, I, I will just close with saying that, um, you know, in terms of like the ethical implications of this, um, you know, the, the one of the uh, reporters did talk with the uh, Neville, who was the, the doc, uh, the their director about it, and he seemed a little bit flippant. He just said, "Eh, we'll have a, a documentary ethics panel about it later." <laughs> so, okay, I so yeah, we're gonna, it's gonna keep we're gonna keep seeing this. Um let's move on we have one more story uh, yep. for folks chuck you want to give us
3: the story
1: yes uh so nba 2k 22 one of the biggest games is going to probably come out this year because they're in their 25th anniversary edition they have a 25th anniversary special edition and they actually gracing the cover with candace parker for people that don't know who candace parker is she's the woman She's a WNBA player. She plays for the Chicago Sky. She's a forward. She's six-time WNBA All-Star, two-time WNBA MVP, and 2016 WNBT Final MVP, Finals MVP. And she would be on the cover by herself.
5: Nice. And
1: this has never happened on a sports game. And we've been making sports games since I've been little. So this is... Yeah shockingly astounding and it's shocking i mean because it took 25 years for this game to put a woman on the cover when there's been a number of women they could put on the cover such as when they introduced the WNBA, they could have yeah. actually graced up the cover with women
0: yeah
4: so i don't i don't know are the WNBA players in this version
1: yes yes okay yes. is they're, this they're the
4: first the is, I, I don't is this the
1: first time they've ever been in I think this is the first time they've actually had the whole entire league in. Oh,
4: okay. Well, I mean, so I, you know, big they, ups they can't it, know that. It, no, they,
1: no, the WNBA was added two to two K three years ago. Three years?
3: years ago, actually. Oh, okay, okay got it. Yeah. Okay. I, say, I thought that was well, a little while ago, but I don't I haven't yeah, played them yeah. so I couldn't.
1: Then, then then they're
4: like two years too late, right? But still that's dope. I mean it's still
3: 25 years yeah. too late. Because I mean, this is the <laughs> thing that's interesting. Like, you know, we, we used to work on some of the sports game back in the day, and this was always a constant,
5: mm-hmm.
3: a constant sort of struggle, uh, where the real world politics around men's sports and women's sports infected the video games as well, all the way throughout, it. not just with the players, but also with the fans. I've probably told the story before about um, a certain version of a very popular football game introducing a create a fan uh, option or create a fan feature where you could not create a female fan. Like there was no such thing as a female football fan in this world, in this game world. for a <laughs> long long time. I don't know if they we'll ever fixed that or not. <laughs> you know, so. Um,
0: and, and I, I can I, mention, it, by I'm... the way, uh, there was also another very popular version of a very popular racing game where you could create your own driver. But you could not create a female driver, and the and justification the was like, oh, so well, how, how
4: did they do? How did they do Danica then? Well,
0: well, you well you could you could have her. She existed, right? But but you couldn't create your if you're creating your own driver. You couldn't create a female <laughs> driver because they said, well, there's only one. I'm like,
5: okay. Wow. that's the problem that's exactly why yeah.
1: first of all there's, <laughs> that's why there's, there's not only one. only one there's only <laughs> one, there's one professional in that sport Thank that you. sponsorship Thank you. Very there true. are a I mean, ton of women drivers
5: I
4: know but and, I'm just saying the yeah. reason the numbers are so low yeah. is because y'all are thinking of low
1: I say that too well so the sexism system
2: <laughs> yeah. what's, cra- what's crazy about that is the easiest way to get diversity in your video game is to create a character and let people make whatever the heck they want
5: yes, right? yes. It is
2: easy mode diversity and, and embracing diverse audiences so it's just like if you can't
3: put that model in there it's like are y'all just stupid you I know, know I, mean? I, don't, I don't know if you heard um women are really hard to animate and um, <laughs> yeah you yeah. don't have the technology yet we can fake your voice <laughs> and fake your curves
0: <laughs> but we cannot put you in the game <laughs>
1: Well, hat tip to Candace for being in the game. Yes, yes. Yeah, that she made the cover. Well, I hope they gave her the same amount of money they're giving the men for grace in the cover
3: too. You know they, nice.
1: you know they wouldn't
4: dare. Not,
2: but but- <laughs> yeah, they Well, would. there there is one there is one downside here, which is the tendency for people on the covers of sports games to get injured horribly during. Yeah. The season. yeah. So you know, yeah. there's some risk here. Yes, there is yeah. some risk. Is this
0: a, a Madden curse though? I think it's just a Madden curse. Is, yeah. it, it's it it also
1: those, it's MMA curse too because. Rhonda yeah. and uh what's his name? See Gregor. people just have they both people got just, beat that people, year.
4: People people just don't have any idea about causality, right? <laughs> you on the cover, you popular. People yeah. wanna fight you. <laughs> yes.
5: <laughs> so yeah.
3: they can get on the cover next time and then be they can get fought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that's last why I want gender parity is in uh I want I want everyone to have a a chance to get injured in their relative sport, regardless of gender, of race, of sexual mm-hmm. or gender. We'll reach the mountaintop. Yes, that will be the mountaintop. It's not the mountaintop we wanted to reach, but I just might
4: buy that. I, I just might buy that game, just because I want to support that. I yeah. mean,
1: yeah,
4: you know, it, yeah. it it would it would do well for that game to 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 do spectacular numbers. If not for that reason,
1: you can learn how to play and go online and try to play and get your butt handed to you. Oh no, that's I, got, I got, I got, I, got plenty,
4: I got plenty of nieces and nephews that boy, can do that. We boy. keep we can keep my ass kicking all in the family.
1: We don't have to <laughs> Boy, I try to go online and play a basketball game. I had no business doing that. No, no yeah. dude.
3: Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, this ain't fair. You this ain't find be the old head, You gotta find the old head leagues, man. You know, those yeah, those I
1: don't need I don't need squeaky
4: voice people going, Kobe. Kelby, I don't need Kobe. that. Yeah, I don't need
3: it.
0: <laughs> all right, folks, let us move on to our long topic. As I mentioned before, we are going to talk about a beginner's guide to GDC.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: And, um, you know, first I just want to mention, you know, GDC, just like I believe it was last year, is going to be all digital this year um and as I, I think as i teased at the beginning of the show hmm. you know i think everyone on this call has been to gdc with the exception of moi so i'm actually very interested here Oh no, actually i have been to gdc i guess once or twice <laughs> sorta of. well, 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 what nine happened
4: nine were nine you there huh? <laughs> yes like, that was when okay
0: i'll there. say it like this I have I been, been there. I have been to GDC, but not necessarily mm-hmm. under my own name. I'll say it like that.
4: OK. <laughs> oh. oh. Incognito. We, oh.
0: oh. we don't talk about oh. bad hmm. sharing here. Incognito. That's what In uh... I was. Oh. Um, but yeah, I, I would love to hear. Like, I mean, for, for those folks, though, who are, like, actual, like, veterans who have been there specifically for um, your work and stuff like that, I'd love to hear a little bit about, like, some of your experiences. But let's start with what is gdc so who wants to give me like who wants to talk a little bit about like what this is why it's important well Uh, yeah
1: travis should talk because he remembers when there wasn't a gdc
0: go ahead
3: he worked
1: he he worked in games before there was games (laughs) whatever
3: before heat light
4: so so it was originally actually called the computer game developers conference so it was actually cdtdc um and it was started in 88 um you know, by a famous, uh, game designer, his name is Chris Crawford, and it was in his living room. <laughs> right. Um, and, you know, if you check the list of all the attendees back then, it was all the OEA people basically, you know, uh, and, um, eventually, um, it, you know, they shortened it to just game developers conference. And the reason they did that is because it wasn't just computer games that, uh, you know, people were doing it. Was also, uh, you know, console games and in uh, other games uh, in, in general. So the so it's usually held in a Bay Area. There's been some times where, uh, where where the, you know, the the game developers conferences has, has been other places, but it's usually downtown San Francisco. Um, and it's 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 basically our, our version of like a Sundance or, or or something like that. It's where all the gaming professionals get together um, and they talk shop. Uh, they educate uh, one another on trends, uh, things that they've done bad, things they've done well, postmortems. Um, you have roundtables where you can actually see industry professionals like go back and forth and talk about things that maybe they agree or disagree on. You have full-on like multi-day workshops where they take you through like, you know, how to be a better 3D programmer or 3D artist or how to do VR or how to do uh, any of those things. So it's really a place like if, you, if you're... if you just gotten into the industry trying to get into the industry or trying to give back to the industry uh you go to the game developers conference to kind of meet your people
0: no, and good. drink a whole
4: lot
3: <laughs> oh of course like add, right? add on a, a
4: whole lot bit?
3: can i add on a little bit what travis go said ahead. like that's a, you know absolutely like everything he described like that's what gdc is it's our it's our industry uh, it's our industry focused conference as opposed to like your e3s uh Uh, and uh, Gamescom or or PAX, which are are, are a split between press and and public. But the other thing that's interesting about GDC is it is essentially, it has like its own gravitational pull. So there's not only is there the event itself, but there's so many other events that are happening in the area of GDC because they know that people are coming from across the globe in a lot of cases to that point. And a lot of times, these are like, for some folks, this is the only time they'll ever go to GDC or they would only get to go like once every three, four years. So it's a chance for all kinds of things to happen. It's not just the, like the, the, the conference itself is like the nexus point, but if you, what's the name of that, um, hotel on the corner where everybody is <laughs> it's like there's, w, there's thirsty bear the, the there's, w, there's always like better. you will there's see game developers. yes mm-hmm. you'll see game developers everywhere and so many different conversations and deals and and just reunions and stuff happen there we used to have okay. a, an annual midway reunion there which um you know has fallen off in recent years because gdc's I, has been I, online tell everybody about the
4: glance by the way like you, you get it you know like you know where you don't necessarily remember who that is that you're talking to until oh, so, and, and so you glance down at their badge oh, is, yes. oh okay that's okay oh,
3: that's right. i intentionally like i just actually you know i just moved so i just found a i just found a bag of all of my badges <laughs> from, like every mm-hmm. convention it's there's a lot but yeah it's like you always you, you know you got your little like gdc badge that you wear around your neck your lanyard and i always make sure i put a business card in there too mm-hmm. because i fully expect people are going to be like who is that again? Oh, it's Shayna. I'm like, see, and that's why I know you didn't know, you didn't remember. <laughs> you looked down at my badge and they mispronounced my name. <laughs> but it's like, that's a yeah. thing. It's like there's, yeah. so you will be literally, there's like what, 20, 25,000, 30,000 people every Damn. year. Yeah. You'll meet hundreds of people.
5: Yeah.
3: And you'll make like deep connections with probably just a handful. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's, I love it. I think it's one of the, the greatest things. Even if you don't go to a single talk, it's a great moment to just be around your people, I guess. I
2: I think one thing to also stress is that there are multiple levels of activities at GDC. And Mm -hmm. as you change in your career, you will attend GDC for different things. So as a developer, I attended GDC to actually learn, right? I actually went to the sessions on DirectX or or a particular piece of technology. When I became an account manager for, for Xbox, I didn't even go in the hall i basically stayed in the bar at the w and met with electronic arts and valve and everybody else just just right there right then Dude, my, while he drank a lot while i drank a lot uh you you have events like women in gaming you have events like blacks in gaming after hour. like the after hour scene is huge, right mm-hmm. like you're always trying to get mm-hmm. to parties uh you have um if you're looking for a job, there's no better place to look for a job if you're in gaming than go to
3: GDC. So the lobby of the W is also a pretty good place for an interview too. Really is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: and, and can yeah, if we can just like by the by the way, I will mention that. Um, as an interloper at GDC, that was usually the reason why I was there was to go to the job floor.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: But yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you have an event where you have all the recruiters there, and they're actively trying to find. They're trying to find talent. You know, and so of, it's an excellent opportunity.
1: And there's track right so if you're an engineer there's an engineering track if if you're a, an artist there's an artist track there's multiple art tracks there's even an audio track and soundtrack the there's whole boot audio camps
3: summit i think actually yeah
1: there's a summit there's there are boot camps there's all kinds of things for people
3: it's, there it's, it's also a cool place because
2: you're with your peers so you can have some direct conversations like i've been i was on a panel this was, this was like in the early 2000s about minorities and games, right? And there was mm-hmm. one particular game that had Confederate symbols in there. I was like, well, that wasn't a very positive uh, minority uh, image to have in your game. And they are like, well, but, 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 I was just like, you know, we're here, we're talking about this here. So that's, that's a great place. I've brought those subjects up many times if you mm-hmm. if you ever want to see the the publisher also if you ever want to see the publisher developer war on full display uh gdc is a great place to see that mm-hmm.
0: yeah now, so it, gdc is going to be all digital this year and I, as i mentioned i think it was all digital last year as well how did it change the experience so did, did any of folks here go to gdc last year no i i i,
4: I, yes. I guess that's uh, i that's how it changed the experience up. but yeah you know, and, and i do just sitting here and listening in and uh you know, everybody talk about GDC. Um, <laughs> it's funny because, and then I started to compare it to other, other, <coughs> um, other media or other, uh, other professions. Um, it started reminding me of, of like fashion week and, and, and other things, uh, you know, because what all those shows do in Paris and, uh, and, and so on and so forth is they show you like fashion forward things, right? And you don't see that stuff until three years later,
5: mm-hmm.
4: in, in at Target or you know or at Macy's, right? It's the same thing that happens at GDC. Actually, is you know it, everyone's talking about you know this 3D or they're they're talking about some sort of immersion, and you know, and it's not until three years later where it's all mainstream where people realize, okay, that's what people were talking about at at GDC. Personally, I think that. Um, I think the future of, of GDC is going to be both digital and in-person, right? Yeah. Um, because I I, because GDC typically, and it was what you were alluding to earlier, uh, you know, Sheree, you got GDC money. <laughs> GDC is not cheap. It's not. Right? In order to really have like a full experience, right? Just in fees alone could be over $3,000. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and so... If your company isn't funding that, do you have GDC money? Yeah. Um, and, and it's and it's a real it's so it's a it's a real thing. Um, I'm not here to speak to whether or not it's worth it or not. I think it's an individual thing, but you know your mileage may vary like, a lot. But yeah. I but but I, it, but I think if it, yeah in, in, to close this out at least for me is 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 if. There's a a robust sort of online experience that you can do at GDC for a, you know, for a slightly less, uh, you know, price, then maybe that'll influence more people to actually take part in such a way where, you know, both of those uh, economies can, can do well. Yeah, So
0: I think it's a good place, actually, for us to jump into our, our segment here. Our, do you have GDC money segment? <laughs> <laughs> do you know GDC? Well, yes. Yeah, do
5: you have do you know GDC, GDC money?
0: GDC? I mean, yeah, I mean, so y'all have talked a lot about some of the good, right? Mm-hmm. Like the camaraderie and everything like that. This is, they also have an indie showcase there, don't they?
1: They do have okay. an indie showcase there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, like that was where I spent my time, was just when indie showcase and the jobs floor. <laughs> That's where I was going back and forth. But... Like as you mentioned travis like gdc is not free
5: GDC, um, so like we one- talked a little
0: bit about that like oh, sorry. do you have I said, do you have gdc money to be able to go there
3: um I mean, we talked about some of these things go ahead Ned. yeah yeah i'm sorry sorry it's it's like absolutely said like gdc takes place in one of the most expensive cities in the not in just in the country <laughs> in the world in the world san francisco. if y'all have not mm-hmm. y'all have not been to san francisco recently it is too damn high oh my yeah. goodness
1: yeah T- yeah, and hotels right. make that know you come in so they're like yeah. oh, so they raise the price
5: around gdc so this
3: this 60
1: hotel room that people normally get we're gonna charge
5: 250.
3: yeah and, then I, we're gonna I, hit
1: you all the taxes it'd be 310 and, 3, and, 10 and 9.
3: god help you if you didn't if you didn't book your stuff months in months advance, in advance. Months in advance. Reps, 400 and 500 night rooms is what Easy. you're gonna be looking at mm-hmm. here and then some folks are like smart they're gonna be smart like oh you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna i'm gonna book i book a place um, down in the peninsula and I'm just going to drive oh. up every day. Bruh. Good luck with that. i will be sitting in traffic for 90 minutes. You will be knows. Yep, Great life,
5: trust mm-hmm. me.
0: Have fun trying to find parking too.
3: After yeah, that. and the Moscone Centers are in downtown San Francisco. All right, so parking mm-hmm. is expensive. We're talking about thirty-five dollars a day parking. The city is expensive. The food is expensive. <laughs> it's good food, but the food. Expensive. <laughs> that's <laughs>
1: why. That's why the best thing you can do is make friends.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the last thing best is, thing is for, there's a lot of construction going on in the area too. All the time. So like, not only is it is it expensive, but downtown San Francisco has become a little bit of an unfriendly spot for. For, uh, for folks who are from out of town, folks who are, who are, who are um, locals, but also folks who are out of town. So um, there's been mm-hmm. lots of pushes around like saying, hey, maybe GDC to, should move to a different location that is more accessible, cheaper,
5: um in a
1: different month
5: yeah yeah because they
1: they put it in the winter like hey we're gonna have this conference at you know in winter it's not yet spring you know
3: it's when it's it's like february march in san francisco i don't know if it's a winter like a like a real place that has winter
1: yes yes it don't snow here (laughs) no but it gets cold though particularly at night particularly at night
3: bring your sweater bring your scarf Mm -hmm. (laughs) Otherwise, you're gonna be down there at the pier with one of those forty-five-dollar San Francisco branded sweaters because you walked out there thinking you could wear shorts all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if if you're just getting into
4: this industry though, right? If if you haven't, you know, you haven't shipped anything just yet. Um, you're trying to get in. I mean, I can only, you know, I'm smiling because I can only imagine how magical GDC must be, right? Like, seriously. Yeah. I mean, you you're gonna have the opportunity to run into, you know, casually probably like some of your legends, right? Mm-hmm. And and find that they are very real people. Mm-hmm. They, are, they are very real people who will talk to you. You know, I mean, in, in this industry, yeah, you do have your share of jerks, but I say by and large, you know, people are very nice. Yeah. Um, and um, and if you came up to one of your, you know somebody that you were like, oh man, you, you, you made this or, you know, or, or, or you're this art director or so on and so forth. They're going to talk to you. They're going to, they, you know, they're, they're, they're going to keep it real because they know, they know, they know like that road. Yep. You know? So if you're thinking about it, it you know, go, go on the cheap. Right, like seriously, like you know, like there's there's discounts you can get for being a student, or or just if you want to walk the the show floor or the job fair, you have an expo pass. Mm
5: -hmm. Do that,
4: like go there, you know. And and if you and and if you can't, if you can't even get an expo pass, trust me, go to any hotel in in that area Mm -hmm. during that time period because it is filled with people who are doing nothing. But talking about games, living those yeah. games, like you know, sharing war stories and drinking mm-hmm. heavily,
1: right? Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. like so. You keep and emphasizing this drinking. I
5: <laughs>
1: and, and, and no, let's let's say there's other programs they can come into, right? There yeah. are there are programs such as the conference associates, yep. which is you're a volunteer for the conference. You volunteer, then you you' 20 hours of your time. Then they let you do whatever you want to do. Yep. Yep. and as a volunteer conference volunteer people do talk to you people will answer you mm-hmm. and people will come to you that you have no idea where they're going or what they're doing a lot of old school veterans they're like i swear that room was done this hall let's talk to a conference volunteer and the conference volunteer I have no idea who they're talking to mm-hmm. <laughs> I, have no... I
5: mean where <laughs> i've I been I... with that and they were
1: like Oh, is that person important? Like, yeah, that's Kojima. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah, that was
3: mildly, Kojima.
5: mildly, mildly important. <laughs> yeah, GDC
3: was where I met um Shigeru Miyamoto um yeah. like 10 years ago. I still have his mm-hmm. business card. Um, you know, I mean it, it's exactly what Travis said, you know. I think that E3 gets a lot of the, 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 the attention because it's like the hype. It is, mm-hmm. it is like, well, I don't know what you, what would you describe E3 as? Like if, if GDC is our fashion week, E3 is what? Our, I don't know, it's like Times Square on E3's steroids or something like yeah. Yeah. that. Yeah, it's a theme park. It's the theme park, it's, it's, the theme park. It's yeah. Salt, like sounds and noises and new games and new, like, new t- like all these kind of things, all announcements, announcements, announcements. But like I don't go to, I, when I'm at E3, I'm usually there working. I'm about GDC? Don't get me wrong, there's definitely work, but there's also, like, I want to go to GDC every year because mm-hmm. I want to be able to be, you know, have those conversations, have those, like, those chance encounters, like, learn and just get better at your craft. So, I mean, honestly, like what Travis said, like, if you're an indie game dev and you have an option to go to an E3 or a GDC...
4: Go to GDC. And they, yeah. they, and like without question.
3: Without question, without question. There's the thing,
2: the thing that I, I just want to highlight though about the cost is that this is not a cheap industry, right? If you want an Xbox or a PlayStation 3 dev kit, that's going to cost you several grand to get mm-hmm. into that program or any of the hardware platforms that are out there. This stuff it it just build it builds up over time. So there's travel. So you have to you have to put this into the calculus if you're gonna build games. Even if you're building PC games, you're gonna literally have to chop off an arm and sell it on the black market to get a video card. Maybe not literally, but
0: <laughs> figuratively, yeah. Yeah. I
3: think Leon there's, just there's, told us what his, uh, his super villain um, uh, business he, plan is. He's drilling under Seattle he, and he's selling chopped off arms for video cards. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we,
1: and to do the- cryptocurrencies, <laughs> to do crypto. That's what y'all, know. y'all know. What so you gonna say, Ryan? Uh, Ryan, you're
5: gonna
1: miss something. I'm yeah. I'm sold. Um, I've never been to GDC.
4: How do I get in? Oh wow.
5: Well, your application.
4: Is
3: all it's all online this year, so really all you need is a credit card. Yeah, credit card. <laughs> yeah, yeah is
0: it Is it the same cost? The digital I, version. I, they've actually no, it's less. It.
3: Discounted they discounted it, it, but there's a big asterisk next to that because we're not talking about like GDC in previous years. I think for an all-access pass, it was well over two thousand dollars.
1: Twenty-nine ninety-five. Yeah. To be exact. Do, you do an online conference? No, so online that conference. That's in person. That's in person.
3: It's still. I'm not sure how much it is, but it's still over a thousand dollars, even for the all-access yes. pass for yeah. online too. Ryan ain't got
4: GDC money. I ain't
5: got no
2: GEC money.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: no, but it's it's less. I, it's my, uh, it's as a professional. Right empty, <laughs> empty wallet. It looks professional.
0: Actually, for an expo pass, it's $249. Mm-hmm. All access is $1,200. Yep. Yeah, so yeah. It, it is that's, that's the
3: thing like we we're talking about why you know why a lot of season game developers go to gdc and a lot of times we go there for like i said for the camaraderie for the connections mm-hmm. for the in-person things so you know g i can tell you for last year i mean everyone's trying to figure out what when, by the time gdc rolled around last year we were still trying to figure out what this pandemic was and how many masks mm-hmm. do i need to wear on my face right now that's rolled around this year it's like so many conventions have gone to online and when i think about what i usually think of GDC four. I can't get that with just a fully online conference so you start That's to do the true. start to do the math in your head of like do I put $1,200 down for We're all access yeah. conference mm-hmm. or do yeah. I maybe do the vaults later or something like that yeah, so that, or do I just wait till next year where, where yeah. we'll probably will have more of a hybrid situation going on
1: and I tell everybody the, you think it's really high but you get access to the vault so you get years going back to like 96 95 96 of uh, conference talks so some of your greatest game designers have done conference talks some of your greatest engineers some of your greatest artists you will see some of those, the independent showcases of games of great mechanics that just didn't make it off the ground cuz yeah. you know one thing to get, make a game off the ground is have the marketing behind it You Mm -hmm. know there's there's a lot of great games out there and they're just in the wasteland because they they're still in the badlands they're not bad games they just had no support but you can find those things and find people that were talking about them (laughs) and when they made them
0: yeah and lastly dc has an award show that they do every year as well yes (laughs) that's what
5: you've been
3: to
0: that's what i've been to (laughs) uh, you know that's what i have i mean uh, if you if you look it up you will not see my name there
3: <laughs> but well, i was there so the reason why i love the game developer choice awards too and they have the they also have the indie game festival awards indie, I think yeah well. mm-hmm. um is it is uh you know it, it is a chance for uh for folks in the industry to so it's it's kind of like our oscars it's a chance for us in the industry to give flowers give their flowers to the people who who have been really been doing like amazing work that pushes the industry forward you know this is like it is not like, unlike some of the other, uh, other award shows like that too, like that are more fan driven, like this is industry driven. So it's, it's kind of insular, but it's also sort of like, you know, I, I would like to get one of those one day. I think
5: that'd be. That'd be you,
3: this No, you got something
1: better than that. No, that's, that's not discount what you really got. <laughs> Let's not discount that. Cause oh, there's, no, a, there's no, a group.
3: This is a, this is a yes. And I would like. Yes. Both, please. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes.
1: I, I hear you. I hear you. But you got the Oscar. What that is, is like a daytime Emmy but <laughs> we gave you what are you talking about
3: i'll take the you di- I, want, you know I want i want my ego. is what i'm saying no, I, 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 get it. I get it i get it i
1: get it <laughs> oh i i get it i get it um so this is this is it right so there's black and gaming this organization not only do we have the best party at gdc mm-hmm. we also have the best award show yes. and we have them both at the same year we've had We had one time we had four events in one week. I was going, I was trying to make seven, but you know, only one person can do so much. (laughs) But we have an award show and the the, the award show sponsored by it was PlayStation and EA and then we had a party that was sponsored by Microsoft Xbox. And not only do you show up to these events, they give away stuff. It's the only party where they're handing out consoles and games and free food and then you're surrounded by Black people that dance on rhythm. That's a whole different self party (laughs) celebration. It's a whole different vibe. And and it's a vibe you know, and we, we invite every everybody to come in but only a select few do come in they're not in our community and everybody's allowed but some people are just scared to be around a whole room of black people at an all predominantly white conference let me let me tell you something
5: like
4: i've been going to gdc for a long time -hmm. i remember being the only black dude or you know like
1: one of the few. But Travis, you were right. the only black dude on this planet for a long time. But, but
4: so <laughs> like, honestly, like, you know, I remember starting to work at Sigil and I'm and, and saying, oh, I produce a Leon. And I was like, I have never met a white Leon. So <laughs> I know it's a black dude. Right. And when we met for the first time, we gave each other the look. Like, hmm, I see you. And he said, yeah, I see you too, right? And nothing makes me feel better at the Game Developers Conference than going to Black and Gaming and seeing a room full of my people doing our thing well. Well, my friend, not just by hook or by crook, well. Well. And I dig that with every ounce of my being.
3: That feels Don't like that alicorns. is worthy of a Wakandan.
4: Like, <laughs> so we're what we're doing kind
3: of What's going on here, you know?
4: Yeah, man.
0: <laughs> so, all right, folks. Well, I think we are in, nearing the end of our show here. I do want to do a quick check before we get out of here and just see what people are playing. Because I will mention, I finally finished Mario plus Rabbids last night. I thought, <laughs> I thought it was gonna take me forever. I thought it was gonna be next year before I finished it. <laughs> so I finally finished it. Now I can go on back on to, I don't know, Skyward Sword or some other random game that's been waiting in the wings for forever. So Sinead, what are you playing right now?
3: Uh, well, I just finally booted up my PS5 again for the first time since I since I moved. Uh, and I made the mistake of putting Returnal back on, <laughs> and my <laughs> Returnal hands like that. Oh my goodness! I gotta I, either I gotta commit like the next two weeks, to like build it back up again, or I might just move moving on to Ratchet and Clank, um, ripped apart, so I can.
0: Yes, I want to play Ratchet and Clank. Let me let me borrow your PS Five. Oh uh, no! Come on over. You can watch me play. <laughs> we can play all the games. Come on! <laughs> all right, Travis, what are you playing?
4: I'm back on Hades because somebody told me how God mode works, so I'm on it.
2: There you go, man. There you go. Good. Leon, what's you plan? Uh, no games this week. I actually went back to being a maker and uh, built a built a robot. I'm actually currently writing uh, software, some facial recognition. That's
4: why
1: he's taking arms.
2: Okay, so
4: tongue. so 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 everybody, everybody. That's that's Leon. You know, doing his low key like tech flex on everybody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm building that's robots over of, here.
2: There's a prototype that's going to be burrowing under Seattle right there. Was, I'm, I'm working on the facial recognition to attack Travis on site. OK, can you please fix this facial recognition mm-hmm. for Black folks, please? <laughs> please do
0: that?
1: You need There's to name that. it Sparky. You're like, getting Sparky, um, and just attacks Travis.
0: Ryan, what are you playing?
1: Uh, I'm in the same boat with Leon. I haven't been playing, but I've been
4: watching my daughter play ro- Roblox. She's oh, a,
0: she's yeah, yeah. A lot,
4: so, yeah, that's gonna cost you.
0: <laughs> no, get, get her to be a developer. I've been seeing kids making millions off it's of it. It's still gonna oh, cost you. <laughs> oh. on it though
3: literal millions. Awesome. Chuck, what are you playing?
1: There's two things I've been playing uh, Miles Morales, which is amazing, and nice. Pokemon Go. And they're taking my effing money right now. Okay, they are taking my <laughs> effing money. <laughs>
0: And I I'm gonna be honest. I was very close to re, to starting Pokemon Go back up again. Man, like, it's, it's me, a
1: different game.
2: I gotta I gotta check it out. They boy, boy, they, boy. Make, they make Bank of the yeah. pandemic. You can, you can, can
1: actually battle
4: in.
2: Can I say something really important? Uh-huh. I need yes. to give a shout out. The head of quality assurance for Pokemon Go is a black developer. Yes, he is. So, awesome. and of mine. So, so shout mm-hmm. out. Shout yes. out. All right
0: awesome well thank you everybody for the fabulous conversation as usual we're going to close up the show i do want to give another shout out to digital click they do all the creative that you see here on the show uh, for each and every show and if you want to learn more about tech nubians hit up our website at technubians.com that's techn 0 0 scom please follow us on twitch and all other all of our socials um if you like our vibe and we hope you do. <laughs> Please consider subscribing to our channel. Um, follow the Geekish Network also on all major platforms and all uh, for all the social, ma- social media. And check out the schedule for the shows of the Geekish Network here on our Twitch page. Tonight we have Pod Squadron. Tomorrow we have Nerdtastic. And we will see you all next week. Thank you all for watching. Peace. Peace.